0: Hello everybody, welcome back to the Cool Kids Podcast I'm your host, Shane Kai And unfortunately, I'm actually the only one here <laughs> um, Both Josh and Peter were unable to make it today uh, Although actually, I'm recording this on Saturday instead of the usual Thursday um, Yeah, so it's it's just me Which is uh, probably going to be the most the least listened to episode of all time That's okay uh, I'm just going to keep this episode super short, probably like 30 minutes, if even that. Um, and I'm not going to do an ad either because, you know, the ads are only funny when you have other people around you. So it's just be kind of boring doing it by myself. Um, I don't even really know what to talk about, <laughs> to be honest. Um, podcast topics. <laughs> I don't know. I thought it'd be kind of cool if I did an episode by myself, but now that I think about it, I have no idea what to talk about. Um, so, <laughs> I don't know. We'll figure this one out. Like I said, it'll be short. Yeah, well will not? It won't take up too much of your time. Usually we go with like an hour and 30 minutes. I'll just keep it at 30. Um, Well anyway yeah, thank you for listening no I'm just kidding uh, yeah, that would be that would be really funny um, yeah I actually have no idea what to talk about today because uh, I have I have nobody around me that's kind of boring um, let me hold on. Conversation questions. Perfect. Uh, Topics. Oh boy. How about politics? Let's do politics. Okay. Topical conversations. Are you interested in politics? Do you follow political stories in the news? I mean, yeah, I mean, I I don't really listen to, I don't watch the news all that often. Like I'll see uh, different headlines reaching the news uh, from time to time. Um, but like, I don't pay attention to the news like 24 seven, uh, ultimately a lot of the news is very, it's very insightful for sure. It's very insightful, but a lot of it can be very like depressing. And even though it's good to know what's going on in the world, you also have to remind yourself that like a lot of the things that happen in the nation aren't necessarily going to affect you and knowing about it is only going to make things worse. Um, now sure. A lot of the recent things have definitely been affecting all of us, but, um, I don't know. I, I just don't watch the news very much. I just look at headlines. I'll read the, um, I'll read the, uh, you know, obviously I don't just, I don't just read the headline. I'll, I'll read the, the cert, the study or whatever it is that they did the, the article. Um, but I know a lot of surface politics And by surface politics, I'm really just talking about like the, you know, presidential elections, the, the mandates and the bills being passed. Like if you were to talk to me about taxes, I, 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 I don't know. (laughs) I wouldn't understand a single thing you're saying, you know? So I just understand like the big names of politics. I don't really understand, uh, all of the nitty gritty, uh, stuff in politics. Um, in your opinion, is your country's government doing a good job? It was for uh, a couple years ago. Now, no awful. Uh, <laughs> it actually kind of depends on what you mean by good job. It's doing a really good job at running this country into the ground, but, <laughs> um, you know, gas prices are up. Inflation is up. Uh, the border there, the border is a mess. For those of you who don't know, we live in America. Um, <laughs> if that wasn't obvious enough, uh, the border, the border is a mess right now. Biden is actively trying to help Ukraine set up their border while they are still uh, actively ignoring the crisis at our border. People are being let into our country, uh, illegal people. And, you know, they don't have... like it's, it's so backwards how vaccine or not, you're allowed to come inside our country but if you want to leave our country you have to have a vaccine to uh you know enter to to board the airplane uh which is, is just bizarre um there's a lot of other things going on uh you know the vaccine mandates the mask mandates like everything uh everything going on right now is just really weird i I'm kind of surprised that we're in this timeline right now. Um but yeah, I, I, I to be fair, I do think it can get worse. It can 100% get worse. Um we are not in the worst point of it. There is so much more that could possibly happen. Um and I'm just kind of sitting here waiting. Sitting here waiting for it to happen. Do you think most politicians want to change the world for the better or get ahead of themselves? Get ahead of themselves get, or get ahead themselves? Um it really depends. I would say most of them just want to get ahead for themselves, but I would argue there's maybe a few a handful of them that actually want to change the world for the better. Uh, I'm not going to name any names because I, I I can't be like 100% clear about them. You know, I could say, oh, you know, this guy, Ron DeSantis, he seems pretty cool. He seems like he wants to change the world. But honestly, I have no idea. Maybe he is just doing it for himself. I have no idea. Do you lean towards the right or the left? Um, well, that's really important to understand the definition of those two things, the right and the left or right wing, right wing, slash, excuse me, right wing slash left wing. Um. I'm going to change the, I'm going to change the words in the question. It says, do you lean towards Republican or Democrat? I lean towards Republican. Everybody who's listening to this podcast should already know that. Uh, the problem is like, I'm, I'm, I, I, I just call myself Republican. I know everybody has their words like, Oh, I'm a moderate or I'm a, I'm a legalist or I'm a uh, uh, apologetic, whatever, you know, it doesn't matter. They 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 have all their fancy words and that's fine. But I have I don't know what most of those words mean, so I just say oh I'm Republican. They say oh like what about conservative? Would you consider yourself conservative? Um, I, I have like I have a good amount. Of, I share a lot of views with the conservatives, but I wouldn't say that I am a conservative. I just say that I'm Republican. Um, it's just very simple. But I would not say that I'm far right. Like I'm not far right at all. Um I actually do share a couple of views with the Democrats, but, you know, not a lot. Uh, but yeah, I am not far right. Not, do not, I'm not like, I'm not like that. Uh, most of my, most of my political understanding is really just presidential elections. And as far as I know, as far as I'm aware, I voted Republican this last uh, election, unless they change my vote. They, they very well could have changed my ballot which is something that was happening a little bit uh with the online machines um, but as far as i'm aware i voted republican do you think social do you think socialism has the potential to work uh yes socialism can work in fact it has worked the problem is our understanding of what socialism is is incorrect socialism like socialism is not a good thing. It's a terrible thing. And it's devastated a lot of countries and it's worked. So <laughs> people say, Oh, well, socialism, social, socialism can work. And I'm like, yeah, it does work. It just doesn't do what you think it does. It does exactly what we've seen. So yeah, it works. It's just not something you want to work. Um, wow. Well, these, these questions are clearly like, a little bit more left wing. Do you think a global world order is a good thing? No. Have you ever met a politician? Uh, I don't think so. I mean, I received a letter. Well, it wasn't like a, an official letter when you're, when you get like, um, a achievement or something like that a big achievement for me. It was boy Scouts. I got the rank of Eagle Scout. Uh, you can like, there's this thing, there's this tradition where you can send a letter to like, uh, an actor or a person of power or something like that. And you can say, Hey, I just, I received uh, the rank of Eagle Scout or whatever. And then they'll send you a letter in return, like, Oh, congratulations, you know? And sometimes they give you stuff. So, um, I don't know where this tradition started, but, um, I sent a letter to. At the time, I was a big fan of the show Duck Dynasty. I'm not really anymore. I think the show is kind of garbage. Um, but at the time, I was really into it, and so I sent a letter to that team, and they actually sent me a photo of the full crew. Uh, they sent me a letter congratulating me for my my effort to you know become an Eagle Scout, and that's what I did. And they also sent me like an assortment of hats bandanas and like a, uh, a, a cup similar to the cup that Cy has with his iced tea. And I thought that was really cool. And then, so anyway, for the political thing, I sent one to the president that was the, the current president, which was Donald Trump. And he sent me uh like a, I guess it was a form letter, but it was still, it was still pretty cool. It had like his signature and Mike Pence's signature as well. Um, So, but I've never met a politician in person, as far as I'm aware. Like, I I don't think it's happened. Um, I would like, I would love to meet Donald Trump. I mean, that would be so cool. Um, But some other other politicians I'd love to to meet, I'd love to meet uh, Ron DeSantis, that would be really cool. Um, And then there's also like other people that aren't necessarily politicians, but they are involved in politics. I'd love to, I'd love to meet Charlie Kirk. Um, I'd love to meet Steven Crowder. I think he's hilarious. Um, but he's not really a politician. He just, he's a politi- he's a, he's a politics, uh, um, what's the word? He's a political commentator, political commentator. In your opinion, is it ever appropriate to mix politics and religion or is secularism always the best choice? Well, what do you mean by religion? <laughs> Uh, I am not religious, I am a Christian, and there's a difference. Uh, the idea, and for those of you who don't know the difference, Christianity is the belief that God is overall and God is the most important thing in the world. Religion is the belief that anything besides God is the most important thing. So it doesn't matter what you be- it doesn't matter what you idolize, whether it's money, whether it's a person, a group, or an event, it doesn't matter if it's not God, then it's not Christianity. And that's religion. Religion is ultimately any religion is made by man. Religion was made by man to glorify man and Christianity was not made by man. It was made by God to glorify God. So that's why it's not religion. So uh, let's just cross out the word religion and mix it with Christianity. In in your opinion, is it ever appropriate to mix politics and Christianity? Uh, it's impossible to mix politics and Christianity because it already is mixed. Uh, you cannot have Christianity without politics. That is what I believe. Uh, here's the thing. Here's the thing. What I say, um, I have never read my Bible and pointed to a verse and said, Hey, that's a political thing. I have, I've never found anything political inside the Bible. It has never happened and it never will. However, I have watched the news several times and pointed at the screen and said, hey, that's a biblical thing. My point is, you can't find politics in the Bible, but you can find the Bible in politics. The Bible is not political, but sometimes politics gets biblical. So when you talk about things like abortion and racism and things like that, When you talk about things in in church, some people get upset at that and say, oh, you're getting political. The church is getting political, but it's like, no, no, the church is not getting political. These things are written in the Bible. If I were to actively skip over these topics just because they're a little scary, then I wouldn't be preaching the full and wholehearted, wholehearted, uh, word of God. I'd be skipping parts of the, of, of the Bible. You can't do that. You have to read the entire Bible. So inevitably it's impossible. It's, it's in, it's inevitable to read the Bible and find uh talk about things that other people regard as a political. So it's totally appropriate. Um, and, uh, yeah, you should always, you should always, it's totally appropriate to do that. Uh, who's your favorite politician? I don't really have one who's your least favorite politician? I also don't have one. I, I don't really idolize politicians to the point where I have like a top five favorite politicians. I don't really do that. Um, some of them, I guess I respect more than others, but like, I, I can't say that I have like a favorite politician. I, I just, or least favorite to be, to be fair. Although I do, I do not like, and how do you say her name? I do not like Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. I don't really like her that much, but I wouldn't say like she's my least favorite or anything. And I, I don't really have a favorite either. Um, all right. So let's go ahead and skip off of Paul political questions. Let's go to oh, police questions. Oh, police. Have you ever had to visit a police station? If so, describe the experience I have. It was pretty cool. I mean, it was like, just, um, you know, just like the waiting room, you know, you see a lot of doors. You see police come, coming by. They're all really nice people. Um, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Have you ever been stopped or questioned by the police? Yeah, I have. I've been pulled over twice. Uh, I, I got pulled over once when I first started driving, um, cause I ran through a red light. Um, that was my first experience ever getting pulled over. So that was really interesting. The guy had a, an amazing handlebar mustache, I must say. And I just tried to be respectful and nice. He was like, so why'd you run the red light? And I said, I don't know. I didn't, I, I didn't say anything. I was just like, I don't really have any excuse. And he respected that and he was like, okay, well, thank you for, uh, he was just like, okay, well, thank you for not beating around the bush or trying to give me any stupid excuses. Uh, And he let me go. He didn't give me a ticket. And then the second time it was closer to the border, we were driving to Mexico and I went past the speed limit. Uh, I was going 80 miles per hour in a 70 zone and the guy caught up to me. And again, I just tried to be super respectful. My dad was actually there with me that time, so he's able to help. He was able to kind of help talk the police down, talk the police officer down. Uh, but again, I was just super nice, super respectful, and he let me go again. He was just like, oh, "Okay, well, just don't do it again." So technically, even though I've been pulled over by police officers twice, I still have a perfect record. I've never gotten a ticket or anything like that. And th- that's ultimately what you have to do when you get pulled over: just be nice, be respectful. You know, if you've done nothing wrong, then there's no reason to uh not cooperate. And and that that's the thing that people don't understand is that oh well, he's he's putting handcuffs on me. That means I'm in trouble. It's like, well, have you done anything wrong? No. Okay, well then you're not going to jail. And it's like in my in my opinion, even if you are handcuffed, put into the squad car and driven to the police department, if you know you've done nothing wrong, then you're not going to go to jail you're going to go to the police department and then they're going to figure out, Oh, he didn't do anything wrong. And then they're going to let you go. Sure. Is that an annoyance? Yeah, it's definitely annoying, but it's much better than the alternative because if you try and fight back, then guess what? Now you've done something wrong and now they actually have the legal reason to arrest you. So if you just cooperate, I know it sounds really weird, but if you just cooperate, nothing bad will happen. Well, most of the time, N- no, seriously, like nothing bad will happen if you just cooperate. That's why like a lot of people, a lot of accidents have, have happened where like people have just been pulled over for really, you know, stupid and simple reasons. Like, oh, he had a uh, expired tags or, you know, he ran through a red light or whatever like that, you know, nothing like super like major, but then the person fights back and they, they pull out their gun and then all of a sudden the guy gets shot and then the the political parties start parading that person's name around for five months and it becomes a big deal and it's like look you should have just done nothing hey if they ask you for your license give them your license what's the big deal like seriously just their police officers are not out to shoot everybody on the street they're out to keep people safe that's their goal and they will apprehend people who are not, uh, what's the word who are acting aggressively. So if you're acting aggressively towards a police officer, then yeah, they're going to arrest you. They're not going to arrest someone who's completely peaceful because that's not their job. Do you know any police officer personally? I did. I knew a couple. Um, I don't know anymore. I'm not really in contact with them anymore. So that doesn't really count. Uh, Are police officers in your country usually considered trustworthy? I would argue that most of them in America, well, yeah, I would argue most of the police officers in our country are trustworthy. It doesn't matter how many videos you watch or how many incidents you hear about, there are so many police officers. Even if you watched a video and said, oh, this guy was corrupt, okay, maybe he is. But there's like a hundred other police officers at that department alone. The number of trustworthy police officers widely outnumbers the corrupt ones. I'm not saying there are no corrupt ones. Of course there's corrupt ones. There's corrupt ones all over the place, but the mainstream media typically wants you to believe that the entire police officer, the, the, the entire police department is completely corrupt, but I don't believe that's the case. I believe that most of them are good law abiding citizens and they're only there to keep you safe. That's what I believe. I could be wrong. Maybe the entire department is corrupt. I don't know, but that's what I would think. Uh, Do police carry guns in your country? Yep, yep. Uh, A lot of the times they will carry a firearm or if not, they'll at least carry a taser and a baton. Uh, Do you tend to find police officers approachable or intimidating? Approachable, totally approachable. Um, it, It really just depends on what you've done what's your lifestyle a lot of people want want you to think it, it's dependent on your skin color oh you're white oh of course your know, officers are approachable because they're not going to kill you oh you're black yeah you, they are going to be intimidating that's what they want you to believe that's not true uh maybe it is for the corrupt pol- the creep corrupt pl- pl- uh, <laughs> maybe it is for the corrupt police officers but like i said the majority of police officers are most likely trustworthy um, if you've done nothing wrong, they're approachable. I've seen plenty of videos of normal, everyday people of all different colors it, d- talking with police officers and figuring things out and being respectful, and they have just a they have a fine time doing it. Like nothing goes wrong. But the only, the only videos that ever get blasted on the internet are like the five or six videos of a police officer beating a, beating a guy with black skin. And all of a sudden, oh, the entire police department is uh, racist because this one guy did this one thing. And it's like, well, even if that were true, even if that guy was corrupt, which he could very well be, you can't just say that because of the one, everybody else is corrupt. And I know a lot, a lot of people like to say, well, if you didn't, if, you, well, because of your silence, you know, if, if 10 people were corrupt and the other 20 people didn't say anything, then those 20 people are corrupt too. And it's like, mm, maybe, but not exactly. Do you have the respect for, the, do you have the respect for the police force in your country? Mostly, mostly, um, Okay, let's go. I'm just gonna keep on like serious topics. I, I'm not really interested in doing like funny topics right now. Uh, race and racism. In your opinion, is race biologically determined or at least partially a social construct? What? <laughs> race is biologically determined. Yeah, of course it is. Race is 100% biologically determined. You cannot choose your race. Some people have tried. There was some uh, some Caucasian kid who tried to through lots of plastic surgery, tried to come out as uh, Asian. And wow, that was disgusting. Um, a race is 100% biologically determined. I don't understand the point of this question. What race do you personally identify with? See, that's the question. That, that's weird. That's a, That's why these questions are so like misleading. The first question was, in your opinion, is race biologically determined, or at least partly a social construct? If the answer is yes to biologically determined, then the second question doesn't make any sense. It says, what race do you personally identify with? Um, Okay, well, what race do I personally identify with? Uh, Humans. I identify with humans, because that's the only race. Um, I know it's kind of an interesting topic, because we've kind of misused the word race, for a long time, um, but the word race does not refer to skin color; It refers to species. So there's only one race, and that's human. Now, ethnicity is a different thing. Um, I heard a, a speaker at my church uh, talk about something interesting. He's talking about like, well, it wasn't it wasn't church actually. No, it was church, but it was a. Uh, it was it was interesting. It was um, it was like everybody. Well, actually, you know what? I don't want to get into that, (laughs) to be honest. Uh, But yeah, I identify with humans. What minority groups exist in your society? How are they treated? Well, fun fact, California, uh, people with Caucasian skin are now a minority. So (laughs) that's a fun fact for you. Actually, uh, I don't actually don't know if that's entirely true. It might've been true for a little bit of time, but I'm pretty sure like the the ratio between caucasians and mexicans and and uh africans i think it's getting like bigger and bigger like the ratio is like interesting uh what do you think causes racism racism (laughs) what do you think causes racism sin uh in your country are there many stories about racism in the news all of the time all the time it's 100 percent happening uh have you ever experienced racism yourself no how, do you have any friends from a different racial? Well, it depends. Like, what what you mean by racism? Because sure, a lot of people have said racist comments about me, but I don't consider that racism. You know, I I don't like if someone called me a cracker. I I wouldn't care. I don't consider that racism. I don't like you know words. Racist words. I don't consider racism to be fair, or at least I don't. I don't consider it to be true racism. Uh, true racism I consider to be actions. So if someone actively uses their body language and their decisions and their actions to be racist towards you. Um, and that's never happened to me. So, uh, people have said plenty of mean things to me, but I, I'm pretty thick skinned. Um, I, that that stuff just doesn't get to me. Uh, in your opinion, do the laws in your country tend to encourage or discourage racism? That's actually a really good question because I would, I would, I would agree that, America is starting to encourage racism through a lot of different means, but I'm actually not going to talk about that right now. Uh, Should the government of your country do more to stop racism? No, (laughs) no, absolutely not. That's not something that the government should be uh, in charge of trying to do. That should be something the people do, not the government. Religion and faith. Do you think that religion, on the whole, has a positive or negative influence on the world? Okay, so in this case, we're not going to be talking about Christianity. Christianity. We're only going to be talking about other religions. Um, okay, so let's see. Actually, I'm going to skip that question. Is religion belief growing or declining in your country? It's well, it's growing because based on my definition of religious. Um, religion is literally just idolizing anything it doesn't matter what you idolize it doesn't matter what you worship it's it's religion so if you worship money that's a religion if you worship clothing that's a religion that's the thing so in our country we are becoming more and more dependent on stuff um so a lot of people are starting to idolize more stuff and materials and people um so yeah religious belief is 100 percent growing if we're talking about like more traditional religion which is like actual denominations and stuff like that and not just my opinion on what religion is then I would say probably not I'd say it's declining I think even even not even just Christianity we're talking like Baptists uh, you know Mormons uh, Jehovah's Witness talking about those things I would say probably declining I'm just meeting so many more people that just are either completely atheist or agnostic um Is it okay for religion to be taught in schools? So, um, it depends on the religion and if the religion is harmful towards children. What's the difference between a cult and a religion? Uh, yeah, I don't know if I'd be able to answer that question because a lot of religions are cults. And a lot of cults are religions. They have a lot of similarities, but I don't know if I could pinpoint the exact difference. Have you ever described yourself as an atheist or agnostic? Never. I never will. Uh, which religion is most popular in, in your country? Why is it so popular? In my country, Christianity is most popular. Why is it popular? Because it's the only one that's actually true. That's why. <laughs> um, uh, advantages and disadvantages? Oh, no, that's not fun. Gender and sexism. Okay. If you had a choice, would you prefer to be male or female? Well, I don't have the choice, so it doesn't even matter. Uh, But I certainly like being a man. That's for sure. Uh, What are some advantages of being male? What are some advantages of being female? I'm not going to answer those questions. In your family, what is the gender of the most dominant individual? What? (laughs) Oh, okay. So, like, the most important person in the family with their gender. Um... Um, gosh, I don't know. I don't know. A lot of my family members are now dead, so I I can't really say that. In your opinion, is it more difficult being male or female in your society? Oh, that's tough. I kind of lean towards female. Um, but problem is like, there are a lot of issues that males deal with that females don't. So uh, I'm not going to get into every single one, you know, um, but I think in general, I'd say it's harder for females. Um, are men able to express their emotions in your culture or is it considered effeminate? Well, um, huh. It probably is considered effeminate in our country, which is unfortunate because, you know, both men and women have emotions. I have a lot of emotions. I kind of wish that like this kind of hits kind this hits kind of close to home, to be honest, because nowadays I have a lot of emotions going all over the place, but I have like no one to share it with, and that is like a big issue in a lot of countries. Is that men have a hard time sharing emotions because they're not har- They're not sure how other people react. They're not sure if they're going to tell them to grow up and man up or if they're actually going to be accepting of it. Um, that's kind of a problem that I have recently is that I just don't have anyone to talk to you about it. And, you know, the people that I do have, I just don't know if I trust them enough or if they're even willing to listen to me. I don't know. Um, okay, let's go ahead and just get off of that one. <laughs> Uh, genetics and cloning. That's interesting. There's a, I'm going to save this website because I might be able to use these, um, for the podcast, like the other ep- podcast episodes, podcast topics. Oh, I can't spell. There we go. Um, marriage. Are you married? If not, do you intend to get married? I'm not married and I do intend on getting married. I have no idea when. I have not married my future wife yet. Uh, well, actually, <laughs> I can't say that. I may have met my sh- future wife already. I just don't know it. I don't know. Uh, I've met a lot of girls in my life. Maybe I have. Who knows? <laughs> uh, do you think marriage or single life would suit you better right now? Right now? Single life. For sure. But like in the future, definitely marriage. Do you, should marriage be more concerned with love or money? um i'm gonna skip that question actually that's gonna take too long what is your opinion of same same same-sex marriage do you agree with it uh well agreeing with disagreeing with it isn't going to keep it from happening um the thing the thing about that question is i well actually i don't have an opinion on same-sex marriage i really don't i have zero opinion on same-sex marriage I don't agree with it. I don't disagree with it at all. I just, I have zero opinion on it. However, I do have the Bible and based on what the Bible says, it is an abomination to Jesus or uh, God, I should say. Uh, homosexuality is 100% a sin based on what God has said. Now the, the important thing to remember is that, uh, the important thing to remember is that there's a lot of different sins out there. You know, I may not be gay, but I've still sinned. I'm still 100% a sinner. And without God, I'm doomed to live in hell for the rest of my life. So the important thing to remember is that, sure, everybody has sinned. Everybody is a sinner. But ultimately, all of us have the opportunity to be free in Christ by accepting him into our life. So it really doesn't matter. Like, you know, I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, gay people are going to hell. Because it's like, well, sure, it's a sin. But everybody's redeemable through Christ. doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter what the sin is. Everybody. So... Uh, would you consider marrying someone that your parents did not approve of? It depends. Um, I don't know. That's a really tough question, actually. I don't know. Would you consider marrying someone of a different ethnic background? Of course. Yeah. I'm like, I don't really have a whole lot of preferences. I really don't. Um, like I have a couple of physical preferences, but I try not to. I try not to, uh, focus too much on those physical preferences because I ultimately like, I don't, I don't like to disregard, I don't like to disregard girls just because they don't fit a certain description. You know, it's like, Oh, you're not tall enough. I'm not going to, you you know, I'm not going to be close to you. I don't like doing that. You know, because you, you, you meet some, I've met some really amazing people who well, I should say I've met some really amazing girls uh, recently that like, you know, a couple of years ago would have not fit my physical uh, preferences at all, but they're really amazing people. And I'm just I'm really glad that I met them. And now it's kind of like you have to remember, it's like, you know, sure, it's OK. It's no there's nothing wrong with having physical preferences. But for me personally, I don't try to allow that to limit my social interactions with people. Um, and I'm trying to be a lot more open. So sure. Uh no, I don't really have any you know, I have a few. A lot a lot of my preferences are not actually physical, they're mental and emotional. You know, like I don't want to date I don't want to date someone that's not a Christian. Like that's just spiritual suicide. Um I don't want to date someone who's just a jerk, you know. But those are all inside things. Those are not outside appearances. So based on outside appearances, I really don't have any maybe i have a couple but even those ones they're not that important to me they're not like oh i have to date someone who has blonde hair or i have to date someone who's uh as tall as me or i have to date someone that has uh short hair or you know something it it doesn't i don't know it doesn't like they're not that important to me it's just like i'm kind of open uh, do you think that marriage is becoming an outdated concept? One hundred percent. Uh, like every day our world is straying farther and farther away from marriage. Like it's insane. Uh, marriage, uh, is an amazing thing. It's a totally a God given thing and we need to embrace it. But the problem is that people just, they don't want that commitment. They want to be able to have all of the benefits of marriage, including, you know, sex, children and a house and, you know, all that kind of stuff but they don't want to have that commitment. They don't want to be locked in. That's the thing that scares people. Um, So that's why they're like, oh, well, you know, we'll have sex, we'll have kids, but at the end of the day, I can walk out the door anytime. You know, it's like, that's, come on, man. You can grow up, take some responsibility. Do you know anyone who is divorced? Yes, I'm not going to go any farther into that. Uh, Why do you think the divorce rate globally has been increasing in the past century? because we're straying away from God. That's exactly what it is. Like marriage is amazing because of God. We would not have marriage if it wasn't for God. So naturally you take God out of the equation of all of these different dating situations and suddenly marriage like loses its importance. If you don't have God, there's no reason to get married. Like there just is none. So because we've as a nation be like been, uh, straying farther and farther away from God, then marriage has just become less and less important. So I, you know, when I see people like, you know, I, I, I don't expect anybody. I I have no expectations for non-Christians getting married. You know, like when I see non-Christians dating and, you know, having sex, or I don't see them having sex, but you know what I mean? But like, you know, they're, they're doing all that stuff and they're not married. I'm just not surprised. I'm not like, Oh, you should be married. It's like, no, it's like, you know, it sucks, but ultimately I'm not surprised because you don't have God in your relationship. So why would I expect you of something like that? You know, um, let me go through a couple more topics. We are at 38 minutes. So we'll probably go for like another 10. Uh, I'll try to go through some other things, truth and honesty. Would you describe yourself as an honest person? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, sure. I sin. I lie. I lie all the time. But, you know, I can't say that I'm completely an honest person. I've never told a lie before because that itself would be a lie. Um, but I try to be honest. I try to be respectful. Um, and I fight. I fail a lot. I catch myself failing and I have to apologize and do all that. But um, yeah, so I, I guess I, I guess the, the question, would you describe yourself as an honest person? I, I guess. But really, I try to be an honest person. I wouldn't say that I am an honest person, but I try to be an honest person do you ever tell white lies? How about black lies? <laughs> okay. Uh, there's no such thing as a white lie. There's no such thing. as a black lie. Um, all lies are lies. Sin is sin. Sure. You might be lying with good intentions, but ultimately it's still a lie. So the question is invalidated is not telling the full story of a form of dishonesty. No, I don't believe it is. Um, well, a form of dishonesty, I guess, but I wouldn't see it as lying. How honest are politicians in your country? Not very. <laughs> Do you prefer your friends and family to be honest? I prefer my family to be honest. Um, I don't think a lot of my friends are super honest with me, to be honest. To be honest. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, right. Again, it just really comes down to you're a sinner. And nothing's going to change that. Aside from the fact, that, uh, aside from the grace of God. So it's like sure i know a lot of my friends haven't been honest with me but i'm not going to hold down against them it's okay like it's cool you know i've lied to a lot of my friends (laughs) just putting that out there um risks and danger have you ever ridden a motorbike no have you ever tried skydiving or bungee jumping nope would you like to yeah i'd like to try skydiving but not bungee jumping you ever been rock climbing? Oh, hell yeah. It's my favorite. I love it so much. It's like my favorite outdoor sport. Do you enjoy playing any dangerous sports? I would like to, but I just don't have time to. Have you ever seen anyone doing something very dangerous? I have. Parkour. <laughs> um, fears and phobias. No, actually, that's not really a serious topic. I'm trying to go through like some serious topics. I don't want to go through like the funny stuff like, oh, you know, jokes and humor. Or do you, oh, yeah, how a do you believe? Oh, do you believe, do you believe in ghosts? Um, no. Do you believe in UFOs and aliens? Well, first of all, I do believe in UFOs, but I do not believe in aliens because a UFO is simply an unidentified flying object. UFO does not mean it is aliens. A UFO is literally anything that you cannot identify. So if you look up in the sky and you see a bird, but you can't tell that it's a bird by looking at it, that's a UFO. And then as soon as you identify it as a bird, it's no longer a UFO. So... uh. I think there's a new term. I think the the term UFO has become so popularized with aliens that they, they had to change the term that way people actually take them seriously. I think it's UAP now. I don't know what that stands for. It's like unidentified aircraft thing. I don't know. Do you believe in reincarnation? No. Do you believe in Bigfoot? No. Do you believe in magic? Depends on your definition of magic, but No. Do you believe there is a God? 100%. Do you believe humans have a soul? Yes. Do you believe in miracles? Yes. Do you believe in love and first sight? Uh... Sort of. Do you believe humans will one day live forever? No. Do you believe in karma? Uh... No. Do you believe in astrology? No. Do you believe in fortune telling? Uh... Yes, actually. I do believe in fortune telling. I do believe that fortune telling does exist. However, it is not a gift from god it is a satanic gift um well it's not really a gift but it's it's definitely not good let's go through one more and then we'll call it a day um hmm, culture and tradition conflict and arguments conflict and arguments do you often find yourself in arguments yeah but the problem is i like arguments i think they're fun (laughs) <laughs> I know that sounds weird, but I mean, like, eh, I mean, I, when I argue, I'm usually not heated. You know, it, I treat arguments more like debates, but the problem is most of my most of my friends don't like arguing at all. And they're like, okay, everybody just be chill. Everybody be happy. Nothing, nothing's wrong. If anybody feels like saying something wrong, then don't say it. But it's like, no, sometimes you have to have arguments. It's good to have arguments. It's good to hash out for a little bit. I recognize that arguments are important sometimes. Um, you know, that's why I get really upset when people are like, Oh, I, I, I the art, we were arguing yesterday and I was getting really upset and it's like, really? I was arguing yesterday, but I was perfectly fine. I wasn't getting upset. I was just trying to debate. Um, do you usually fight hard to win arguments or do you back down easily? Uh, in between, I guess I'm not always interested in winning an argument. I'm just interested in proving my point and making my point clear. Even if the person doesn't accept my point to be true, it doesn't matter as long as I've made my point clear. That's all that matters. Do you, usually try, do you usually try to avoid conflicts? Absolutely not. What is a good way to resolve conflicts? By going through it and doing it. Don't resolve a conflict by just walking away and going, I don't want to be a part of this. Resolve the conflict by actually going through the conflict. Because then if you just put it off, it's going to come back to bite your butt in five years or whatever. Uh, when you find yourself becoming angry with someone, do you usually vent your feelings or try to keep it to yourself? Uh, it depends on the person. I want to vent my feelings, but I don't trust most of my the people I know with my feelings um, just because I don't know what they're going to do with it. Do you ever argue with your friends all the time? Um... Have you ever been involved in a court case or legal proceeding? No, I've 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 been the spectator of one, but I've never been uh, I've never had to go to court myself. Uh, Let's do one more. One more social and demographic demographic trends. Uh, Actually, no, not that one. Let's do social issues. Are there many illicit drugs in your country? In your opinion, is there adequate punishment for drugs for drug users and dealers? Yeah, there's a lot of illicit drugs in our country. um, And the punishment for them is pretty good. I'd say they're pretty good. Uh, Some of them have been declining a little bit. Like, you can smoke marijuana. Um, To be fair, like, I don't... uh, Personally, I don't think marijuana should be illegal. Um, Like, I don't smoke myself, and I never will. But I think that drug is like probably the simplest drug out there but personally i don't think it should be illegal i still think it's bad i still think i still believe that it's immoral and i'm not saying that it's like a godly thing and that like you you know i'm not saying that any christian should be dabbling in marijuana i'm still i still think it's immoral but do i think it should be illegal no Is racism common? Oh, I already talked about that. Is abortion legal or illegal in your country? It is currently legal, I think, but they are working very hard to make it illegal, which is a very good thing because I do not support the mass murder of innocent children. Um, Is obesity a problem in your country? Yeah, I would say it is. I mean, sure, I'd say the majority of people are either fit or at least kind of overweight, but obesity is definitely like an extreme, like not everybody is super fit, but you know, a lot of people are not, not everybody is obese either. Um, but it's definitely getting worse for sure. Not many people are going to the gym and fast food is becoming more and more popular and more accessible. Uh, anyway, we're at 47 minutes, so I'm gonna go ahead and end the podcast right here. Thank you all so much for listening to this uh, very short episode where well, it's just myself. Um, I'll definitely save this website for next time. So we will uh, use it again. Um, But yeah, thank you all so much for listening. Remember, you can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, and TikTok. You can find all of those links in our description on Instagram. And that is coolkidstableyt. Actually, I think it's cool underscore table. No, cool underscore kids underscore table underscore YT. It's a lot. Um, But yeah, you can find us there. And uh, we will be making a new episode this week. And uh, look out for that. And uh, we'll see, y'all guys, see you guys all later. I'm going to redo that because I breathe really hard at the end. And uh, I will see all of you next time.